welcome to From the Outside Looking In with your hosts, Patrick Bannis and Andy Liaskos. Come on in. Welcome once again to From the Outside Looking In, uh, the show about everything, the show about nothing, everything all at once happening, but nothing is happening, and then stuff happens, and then, like, maybe it doesn't happen, and then, and then, oh my god, something happens, but then it doesn't happen. I don't know what I'm talking about. Whatever. Welcome to from some from the outside looking in uh, <laughs> the show where we take a geeky look at non geek culture or a non geek look at geek. I don't know. We like beer. We like comic books. We like movies. We like sports, and we talk about those things. I am Andy Liascos. With me, as always, the Matt Smith to my Matt Smith, Mister <laughs> Patrick Banis. I, I don't know where that was going, but I was gonna be like. You could be like Doctor Who Matt Smith, and I'll be like, I don't know, the Crown Matt Smith. Yeah, I would say House oh, of Dragon, a... but like, yeah, I, I, I would have went House of Dragon. Yeah, yeah, but there's too much like incestual stuff in House of Dragons. Oh, you know what I mean, all right, yeah, all right. yeah, like it's uh, although Damon Targaryen is a badass character, he does totally yeah. like marry his niece. So, all right, well, it's. And that's, that's, a, the that's the show, kind of everybody. Thank you so then, much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, thanks for popping in. Thanks for hanging out and doing all the stuffs. Uh, yeah, no, I'm just joking. Pat, how you doing, bud? Uh, I am. I'm coming in loud and clear today because I spent the big bucks on these Apple uh, earpods, and so now our show can really take off. Yeah, I know. Thank God you've finally taking the show seriously enough to get, yes. to get rid of my ear buddies or whatever it was yes. you were rocking before where I, it, we, we would, we would be bantering. And then all of a sudden on my end, Bannis would sound like time and you would sound like a Dalek. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, I'm just throwing, I'm just, uh, those are just the sound effects of the show that only you can hear. That only um, I can hear and appreciate. And then I have yeah. to like, what about the level of professionalism that I bring to the podcasting world by just staying on topic and yeah. not being like, you are fucking killing me, bud. Yeah. Yeah. So I got rid of um, dad's first earbuds and finally upgraded to some high quality, uh, you know, equipment. Yes. So, you know, so that's a good thing that's going on. That, that integrates to all your stuff. Like, it, it's so funny because we all like to, you know, bitch about Apple, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. But it all integrates so nicely. Yeah. It, just, just, it really boom. does. It just yeah. really does. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, yeah, I, I, I have plenty of friends that were all about the Zune, right? Like, when they're like, I'm not getting an iPod. I'm going to get Microsoft Zune. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm like, just keep that in mind, bud. Keep that in mind. Yeah, now, now I have two. Now I have two iPods. I have two like 
fourth or fifth generation iPods that are dead, and I don't know what to do with them now. Yeah, yeah, they're the all they're, they're just an absolute waste, right? Like, because everything's yeah. on your phone. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> your well, tablet's I mean, just I a got, bigger phone. You know, I keep finding all these like, you know, I, I keep finding this stuff around the house, and like, oh, here's here's two iPods, and one of them was like my old like really awesome iPod, and I loved it, and then. I just try to plug it in. It's like, no, it's definitely dead now. And I was like, oh, this is makes me really sad. <laughs> like, this is a super cool thing, you know, but all the music is on my phone now. So it's like, does it matter? But I don't know. Made me sad. What am I, I supposed to do with those? What do you do with two old iPods that don't work unless you figure out a way to break them open and replace the battery, which is just a tedious pain in the butt. Yeah, it's a, it's a good point. I don't know if I have an answer for you, right? Yeah. But yeah, it, it's a it's a solid question. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just give them away, I guess. Yeah, it's probably your best bet, right? You know, give them away. I gotta try. I I I gotta try and plug them in to a laptop or a computer and actually see if they're recognized. Like what happens? Like I assume. I don't know if it would even because it's not going to spin like the hard drive or anything. So, like, will it if I connect it to a laptop or a hard drive or like a computer, like, will it even recognize it? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's so. a, it's an interesting problem to have. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, Pat, you are unprepared today. You don't have a beer to crack open. Very sad. Very yeah. sad. Uh, let's do, <laughs> I we'll did play do too th- much drinking last night. So, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll play the game, though, if you could have any beer, right? Any beer in the world. What beer would you be cracking open right now? If I had any beer in the world, I don't know, man. Um, Maybe a nice Three Philosophers. Okay. Nice uh, Burrio Magang, nice Three Philosophers, a nice heavy, delicious, you know? Uh, so good. It's like a triple. So good. Yeah, yeah something it's, like that. It's super gross. I would probably get like the um <laughs> <laughs> I would get like the uh like I, I think there's there's some sort of like dry hop finished alien church um from uh tired hands over in Ardmore. And like okay. uh it's it's oh it's one of the best beers in the world. Oh cool. Uh, love that. I would definitely get that. So there you go. That's called. Of, I got a four pack of old Rasputin downstairs, but I haven't. Ooh. I keep forgetting to put it in the fridge because I'm like, yeah. But now it's like now it's like sixty degrees outside. In February. I know it's not Imperial Stout weather anymore. You had so like yeah, so it's not uh, yeah, weather. What month. am I supposed to do? You had a solid month where where One you know, <laughs> the fucking the Russian Imperial Stout was in play, and then you fucking yeah. you wasted that whole month. Bro. Yeah, I wasted that whole month. What what was I doing? Yeah, because right now it's a little too warm to be uh, drinking uh, chocolate birthday cake. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now I want to have like a like a like a pilsner or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I thinking. Yeah, I mean, you could probably like you know, it's like lager. You know, I mean, I feel like IPA is one of those yeah, IPAs are like those year round beers. But I mean, I don't know, even know what we're talking about. It. This is called the fictional beer corner. You yeah. know, if 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 we had a beer, what kind of beer would it be? It's true. Yeah, it's true. That's what Welcome this to- that's what this segment is called. Welcome to this segment and goodbye from this yeah. segment. And thanks for stopping by. <laughs>
<laughs> well, I don't think we're ever going to do that one again. I don't think we're ever going to visit Fictional Beer Corner again. No, but it, it no. was it, it was a sweet Lou. Uh, did leave a little comment with your your thoughts on that? Yeah, I feel like Sweet Lou would pick a heady topper. I almost said heady topper. I really did. I almost. I almost wanted to be super fancy and say Hetty Topper, but... <clears throat> I feel like a Hetty Topper is almost a little overrated. Like, it's good. Yeah, I mean, but, like, yeah. is it is it that good anymore? I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of beer out there, so... Stuff to there's say. a lot of beer. There's a lot of beer in the world. Newsflash, everybody, there's a lot of beer yeah. in the world. And there's... And there's... get. It's just... It, it doesn't stop. There's right. just more and more of it. It never ends. Yes. So, uh... <clears throat> That was imaginary beer uh, corner. Uh, this uh, this next segment is uh, because we are uh, the darlings of of you know the right right or you know as we as we uh, as we like to call it you know the truth right you yeah. Know? yeah 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 uh, so you know Pat just uh, I'll, I'll give you the uh, the minute that you always request uh, for your pro Israel rant right now. Oh yeah, no, thank you. Um, <laughs> we must defend the <laughs> the yeah. motherland from the infidels. Yeah. Yes, and... yes, yeah. We have, if there's if there's two things in this world we gotta protect, it's our right. borders and yeah. a foreign country and a country <laughs> that is thousands of, that I've never been to. <laughs> yeah, right. It doesn't want me. They yeah. don't want me. They don't want me. And to be yeah. honest, and let's be honest, if you're on the right, yeah, you know I mean, like you probably like in this country, you're not all that pro Jew. I'm just saying. <laughs> Speaking of on the right, this is a great yeah. segue. You really, you really nailed it. You unknowingly stepped in it. I love it. It's what I do. Uh, it's what I do. Speaking of on the right, uh, our uh, our favorite uh, Mandalorian uh, actress uh, has Gina Carano resurfaced. Gina Carano, you got it. You nailed it, bud. Right on the nose. She's resurfaced. Uh, I believe just yesterday she filed a lawsuit with the financial backing of Elon Musk, everyone's favorite free speech warrior, uh, suing Disney uh -huh. for what they're considering, what they're calling her termination. Um, I didn't think that this was really uh, termination. So I was kind of like, I'm kind of laughing at like how this is going to end. But I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but. Wasn't she just under a contract that she was just not renewed for and they just, you know, decided not to bring her character back, which is totally within the realm of their Disney's legal rights? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, Disney Disney definitely has the right to, you know, not bring a character back. <clears throat> and and it may have been <clears throat> and it may have been related to some of her social media postings, right? Where they were like, you know what? We just don't feel like dealing with this person anymore. We, yeah, we talked about this a while back. Right, because they had canceled, ago. like, they had, like, that, you know, they had that, like, you know, whatever space troopers show lined up. You know what I mean? I think Gina Carano was going to be in that. Um, yeah, the not... Rangers of the New Republic. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and that got canceled, but I mean, you know, whatever. You have the the freedom to say whatever you want, right? But the company you work with also has the freedom to be like, I don't want to be associated with that particular point of view, right? Yeah. And, yeah, so, and sever ties, yeah? 
the 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 irony the the fun irony is that Elon Musk is like making comments like hey if you were like discriminated against on um X or Twitter or whatever right then you know like I'll help you but the posts in question uh, where she like compared the treatment of American conservatives to like the treatment of Jews in Nazi Germany was yeah. on like Instagram. So it wasn't even on Twitter where this occurred, but you know, let's not let that get in the way of, you know, Elon Musk wasting more money. Right. Frivolously. It's, it's, it's it, it, it just reminds me, did you watch Silicon Valley at all? No, not really. I watched like maybe three episodes. Dude, that show is fucking. First of all, it's unbelievable. It's it's yeah. such a great show, right? But there's there's one where Kevin uh, Gavin Belson is doing like a TED talk or not a TED talk. It's some sort of interview, right? And um, he's he's basically talking about how like hard it is being a billionaire, right? And everybody's like sort of against you, and he's like he's like, let me remind you of a, a, a another group of entertainment and financiers who were discriminated against in the 1940s. And then she's like, let me stop you right there. Are you comparing the plight of billionaires in America to that of the Holocaust, of Jews in the Holocaust? <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, it's absolutely uh, applicable. And also, it might even be worse for the billionaires because we didn't even do anything wrong. Oh my god. It's just like one of the funniest scenes ever. Yeah, you know I mean. Oh, uh, that's and awesome. And that's basically Gina Carano. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so D- Disney hasn't responded yet. Um uh I I, I don't know. I mean I, I the, the there is some background where I guess she was asked to take some like I don't know, diversity classes or some sort of thing. I don't know. And I guess she did some of it. Um, so I don't know. I, I, you know, once again, California's an at will state. Not that that should ever be a thing. Like not that at will employment is really like, right, right. Not that that's great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I'm just going to, you know, we're just going to call the facts, the facts, but it's an at will state and she's a contracted employee. So, you know, just rumoring that she was going to be in a show or going to be in a movie is probably not enough to, you know, she's it's not a contract. So they don't have to do and they didn't even do the show like they didn't like she was just going to be part of an ensemble cast. She's not she's not a lead of a show like nobody's basing a show around her. Think of all the um, shit that they pulled for because of Ezra Miller. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. The Flash, a movie that we still haven't seen. Yes. Um, so someday we'll hey, get around to that. The You know, the the the. um. Which one call it's the um the Harry Potter series, uh, you know, the the Fantastic Beasts movies, right? Like I they straight switched actors because of the yeah. Johnny Depp um, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, shit. So I mean that th- that shit happens. I don't think you could sue Disney for, for that, right? But um keeping on the topic of Judaism, um Oof. and those who practice it, right? Here we uh, go. D- did we talk about the tunnels? Uh, the tunnels in New York or the tunnels in Israel? No, the tunnels in New York. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
We did not. And this is the, am... one of the most amazing things that I had ever seen unfold, right? Because somebody was making posts on Twitter, right? And okay. he, he was like, he's like, this is going to sound crazy, but I swear I hear oh, yeah, yeah, Jews yeah. underneath my apartment. And he's like, I live on the ground floor of my building and there is no basement. And yeah. they're like, what do you, the people are like, what are you talking about? You hear Jews. He's like, I am not crazy. I hear <laughs> Jews, people speaking, you know, Yiddish or whatever language. I, yeah. I'm hearing Jewish people underneath my apartment. Again, I live on the ground floor. There is no basement. So there is no underneath my apartment. And people are like, yeah, yeah, you're crazy. You're crazy. And then like four days later, they had found that like Hasidic Jews had built a series of tunnels around New York City. <laughs> like, well, I don't know how much. So I, I know that it was like next to that building is a very old like Jewish school of some sort, like a very yeah, like, like there's some synagogue building. Yeah. And Either like during COVID when they were not allowed to like get together or like just afterwards, they started like digging these tunnels from that building to another building. Right. And I don't I, I don't know if it was like a dormitory or like a like, a, you know, a, just like a housing. Bit, but they were like that was the one that I know of. I don't know if there were other ones going to other places. But like I did see the video of like the cops going in there and like them just and pulling coming out people of the wall, out of the tunnel, yeah, out, right. of, out of the freaking wall or whatever, it was just pulling so these people amazing. out of the wall, right? Just <laughs> unbelievably weird, um, you know, and the, you know because it was like it was a huge structural issue. For like the surround, like that guy's. Well, yeah, that because guy's they, house. It's, it's not like they were, you know, like it was contracted by the cities. These are just normal people. Like I'm just gonna build a tunnel. Yeah, you, know you mean? can't just dig random tunnels in New York City. Like <laughs> it is just, I, it's crazy. I, I and so, like imagine, imagine Twitter lighting this dude up when he's like, I swear to God, I hear Jews underneath my floor. They're like, you're a fucking, in, you're insane. All right, Grandpa, and you're, time you're, for bed. Yeah, and you're fucking <laughs> anti-Semitic on top of it. Yeah, then turns out, like, no, he was literally hearing Hasidic Jews that had created a tunnel system underneath his apartment. That's America. Just, That's where we live. America. It's where we live, and it's amazing. This is what this is what's going on today. This is what is going. This is the kind of stuff that's going on. Yeah, I, I heard that there was like a, just a, sort of like a small s system of tunnels, right? Because during the lockdown, like you couldn't go to synagogue and stuff like that. So this was the way to get around <laughs> around that in New York City, I guess. Right? Oh man, so wild. Just yeah. so wild. Yeah. Just nuts. Yeah. It's just nothing but Hasids and Ninja Turtles running around the sewers of New York. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. We need That's to have a great more of that. comic book right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Teenage mutant Hasidic Jewish people. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I just. They, they teenage can... mutant, teenage mutant Hasidic Jew, uh, school kids. Just Hasidic turtles. They yeah. convert Donatello, Raphael, Leonardo, and Michelangelo to, to to Orthodox Judaism. Oh yeah, and they have like the big long braids. Oh my god, the fucking the stories write themselves. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> so good. So, but then what do they eat though? Do they love pizza or do they like something else? Um. Well, I mean, you know. I believe they could still like pizza, right? Yeah, but yeah, also like a good know. brisket. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, do they, do, do they, are they always like having a hankering for brisket? I, I, yeah, is, no, I feel like maybe this, like, this, you know, expands their horizons. Oh, yeah. You know? Now it's yeah. like, now it's like, I like, I like pizza and I like delis. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. A good, good corned beef. Mm, a pastrami uh, on cor- rye? Pastrami on rye. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um moving on sure uh so last episode we talked about the um cgc's grading scandal yes um of all these this comic swapping that was going on with all these key issues um so uh there was a legal brief that someone stumbled over uh, where they saw that the CGC had sued, or at least, you know, is suing a pair of employees uh, that are no longer with the CGC, obviously. Um, uh, Brandon Terrazas and Ayana Terrazas, a couple, um, for uh, a fraudulent scheme. Um, you know, the, just just all kinds of legal jargon. But it shows that they know they found out who these two people were or they found out who these people were. It was a married couple that worked for CGC. One of them was a grader and the other one was a receiving clerk. And so, you know, everybody had thought that this had to happen on the inside because it's, you know, it's one of the only ways you could possibly swap all this stuff out during the process unless you're like cracking, you know, slabs or something. But so they're suing them. Um, CGC in the lawsuit said that the couple generated like, you know, like twenty five, twenty eight thousand dollars worth of money selling these comics. So they've, you know, they've they've fingerprinted the masterminds. They're suing them in court. They've already fired them. Um, so hopefully this restores like a little bit of goodwill with the comics community. Um, you know, it would also help if they would just create a new slab that is, you know, gives people uh, you know uh, a new case that gives people a little bit more you know encouragement like a little more peace of mind that um, it cannot be uh you know tampered with yeah yeah something that requires like special tools to 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 open and close you know that that maybe is a little bit more like just the cgc can do it um you know because i've seen videos of guys just like taking heat guns and things and just cracking slabs and it's like you know, I had one that I had to get reholdered um, because it was just, you you know, there was this, like the seams on the left and right. Like it like I could you could take your fingernails and just open. You could just widen them. Mm. So, like, if you really wanted to, you could get in there and get it, get it the slab. So, like, I had to have it reholdered um, because I was starting to get worried. Uh, I also have. um a very, very old uh, Hulk 181 slab that I've been like thinking about getting reholder or just because like it's, you know, yeah, it's like one of the it's like one of the original CGC labels. And uh, so I've been thinking about getting that reholder. But at the moment, I'm just like, well, maybe I don't want to do that. Like, which sucks because I have an account with CGC and I have a credit with CGC that I would love to use for for this. But. 
Like, what am I, you know, like, if you don't trust them, what are you going to do? Right. So especially with, especially with, <clears throat> you know, a, a massive key, like, what am I going to do? Like, this is exactly the kind of thing that ends up in a bad way through right. some fraud. And like, so, you know, let's, let's also, let's take into account that, yeah, yes, we're nerds and all that. And the CGC is, the CGC just doesn't do comic books, right? But they do all sorts of like, so if you collect like baseball cards or sports memorabilia and things like that, you know what I mean? The CGC is also heavily involved in that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, see, so, uh, CGC does um, like trading cards, like 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 Pokemon and magic Pokemon and all cards, that shit. Magic yeah. cards. Yeah. They also, I think that they do they not do video games too, like original video. Oh like yeah, video, yeah. Like, I think they. Uh, I'm pretty sure that they do. Yeah, yeah. That kind of stuff. So yeah. it's like, man, you know, um, like yeah. So uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully it turns around for them and you know people that you know they come out with a new, uh, that's the other thing that people are still really up in arms about is getting a new slab so that they can like have a little more faith um i mean thankfully like i'm trying to stay out of the market right now just because you know covid has like inflated the prices like the pandemic sure. has like yeah that time period has just jacked up prices on everything on um, everything so, and, not, and not yeah not just comic books but like fucking chicken yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Actually, chickens but back particu- but, but I particularly care about the comic books. I'm fucking, I don't, you know. So, you know, I'm hoping that, like, like prices start to come down on stuff. People are asking for astronomical prices. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that starts to come down a little bit. So we'll see. Um, that would be great if it did. Um, yeah. You know, so I can get, get back in the game. I feel like this uh, perfect perfectly encompasses like what our show from the outside looking in is is about, right? Like it's like we're not only talking about comic books here, folks. This scandal doesn't affect comic books. It affects Pokemon cards. It yeah. affects Magic Gathering. Yeah, it Magic affects Gathering all, cards. all video games, all the nerd shit that we love, some of the right? Nerdiest, yeah. some just, of the just us stuff and the around. unwashed masses are just like, yeah, yeah I, okay. I was going to take my fucking Magic Black Lotus fucking first pressing into the thing, but now I can't trust the CGC. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's the kind of shit that we care about, right? That's why we're here for it. We're here for them. We're here for yeah. everybody. Yeah, that's right, man. I got a video. I got a video link of um, uh, Eve's sister has a coworker who's like a serious like Magic the Gathering nerd, and so he here there's like video of him on like um, YouTube in like a tournament, and so there's you know they're doing like the whole you know play by play, and he's like. I, I, he's just crushing this one dude in, I guess it's one of the best of three, you know, cause they always do like a series. So I guess it's, I think it's like one of the games of this series and he's just fucking smoking this guy. And, but it's all happening so fast. And I don't know, like, you can't really see the cards. So I have no idea what's going on. It's really hard to like, understand what's going on. Um, they're trying to talk you through it and they're trying to show like screenshots of the cards to like help help you understand what exactly is going on because stuff is happening so fast and he's writing things down and he's doing all this stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, that is Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah, that's that's a hundred percent a thing. 
<clears throat> and I've had so many people try to explain Magic the Gathering to me. I, I have I have no idea how to play the game. No idea. Oh yeah, how well it I works. remember we tried. Didn't we try to? Didn't I try to? Didn't me and somebody that you know like try yeah. to explain it to you like years yeah. ago? Hundred yeah. percent. We may have had a game night where I just drank beer and watched you guys talk about Magic the Gathering because yeah. I was like, I did not fucking get this. And you're like, this is. The, <laughs> and then you and then you got your manas and your greens and your blacks and yep. you know, I was like, no, nah, nah, bruh. It's like, but if this was like NHL 94, I would be fucking you up right now. Yeah. And like modern games, maybe not as much. Like I would try. Like I'm okay at, you know, like I have NHL 2024. Yeah, I was playing it today. I'm not that bad. But like 94? I would get wrecked at any new game. Like I have a friend, I have friends who play like the new FIFA and stuff. And I'm like, I would just get laughed at. Like, yeah, I, I don't even want to try. Yeah, no, I play, I'll, I'll play a little chill online. I'll get on with the boys, hit the sticks, you know, and see how it's like, <laughs> we do. All right. You know, but yeah. like also like in the, those games, I have to like, you know, like, I mean, yeah, I could take the Hawks to the fucking playoffs on pro right yeah i mean but if i go to like superstar i'm just getting fucking wrecked you know what i mean yeah um but like you know nhl 94 that's that's the that's that's me my prime <laughs> gaming you know what i mean i'm just yes. i'm just fucking yeah like yes. ronak to gilmore to chelios clap bomb is just fucking yeah uh, yeah for sure for just sure fucking killing people <laughs> yeah that's like, like, uh, or like, you know, like the original, like, uh, Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, I mean, like, if we could go back to that time, like, uh, my, my KDR was unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome oh, to God. From the Outside Looking In, where two men who don't touch boobs talk to each other. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, but all right uh enough uh, uh of this nerdiness let's talk about something a little more serious maybe some movies books Comics, and tv books shows and music radio and stuff and musical theater Oh, that was off. We got it. We that was that was one of our worst efforts. I, gotta I know. I know. I know. That was pretty bad. I blame myself. I know. I, I so do I. I also blame you. <laughs> That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Um, so as far as like the mixed media moment, we're running somewhat low on uh, uh, things to watch. You know what I mean? Are Content. We? I think so. Jeez, I thought we had a bunch of things we've got. I thought we were like falling behind. Like we're behind. We're, we're drowning in it. I well, I mean, this, I, I, our, the Doctor Who specials, the. Oh, Echoes yeah, yeah. We were, yeah, we were going to watch um, the Doctor Who specials. I've done two of we them. Should, we should probably watch The Flash and just just have a have a laugh. I just don't know if I can. Like the thing with The Flash is it's going to be like 70 hours long. Right. Like <laughs> like and that's the and, and we got like Echo. Or right? I guess I guess when I say we're running low on content, like the content that we're running low on is this content that I actually want to watch, right? Like, you know, there's a new season of, the, of Boys coming out. I can't, you know, wait for that, right? Like, that's going to yeah. be coming. There's a, a new season of The Bad Batch is going to be coming out, the final season of The Bad Batch, which looks fucking awesome, by the way. Cool. Uh, 
bounty hunter Asajj Ventress in the preview, nice. which is fucking great. Uh, but yeah, so you know we, we've gotten to the things that I'm I you know may not have been all that excited about uh, watching, right? Because like Invincible, the second part of the season hasn't dropped yet, and yeah. Um, yeah. we got House of the Dragon season two coming out, and uh, you know so like Dude. the thing. Second half of Dune. Yeah, second half of Dune, right? That's coming out. Uh, definitely looking forward to that. Um, but, uh, you know, yeah, like I'm not all, like Echo's out. I haven't watched a minute of that. You know what I mean? Nope. I guess, I guess we can get around to it. But, you know, again, it's I like, get I'm, it. yeah, eventually. You know what I mean? The Flash, like I'll get to it eventually. You know what I mean? It's like, eh. That's a, it, all the content that we have right now. Like, what if? Yeah, I mean, like it's season oh. two of what if? It's a meh. I've already watched all of all of season two of what if that I'm going to watch. Yeah, I've, I've watched, watched one all episode. of it that I'm going to watch. I'm not going <laughs> to watch all the episodes. I'm not going to watch all of all of the episodes. Um, I've watched all I'm going to watch, and yeah, I'm done with that. So. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what I mean by like, you know. Uh, the the content that we're swimming in right now, like the waters are a little bit murkier than they normally are. Yeah, but this content, I was I was excited to uh, you, see. You, you were excited to get into this one. Yeah, I was actually excited to get into this one. I've heard some good stuff about it, and so I was kind of excited to see to, to yeah, watch I this. Yeah, I hadn't heard I hadn't heard anything about this. Uh, so Pat and I, uh, you know, uh, on Pat's recommendation, uh, I watched uh, the Blue Eyed Samurai on Netflix season one. Yeah, and yeah, there's going to be a second season. There is going to be a second. Yeah, there is going to be a second season. Yeah, which I, I do think is great. Um, so I'm just going to get it out. You know, so I don't know how much anime we've really uh, discussed on the show. We're both not like huge anime fans, right? Like I watched. Did we? Did we do the live action One Piece? Did we talk about that show? No. Okay, so I watched the whole thing and I really liked it, right? Um, and 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 would recommend it. Uh, and then somebody was like, "Oh yeah, you should." And I knew it was an anime. I just never watched the anime. I tried watching like two episodes of that, and I just I just couldn't. You know what What's I mean? That, One Piece. One Piece. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but the live action show I really enjoyed, and I don't know how it compares to the anime. You know what I mean? Sure. But I just sure. couldn't get through uh, the anime. You know what I mean? There was a and and I we never got to we never got to talk about this. I was going to bring it up a while back and we never got to it. Um, years ago, there was like an anime X Men show and it was I think it's still on Netflix. You can probably still find it there. Um, yes, that I watched and it was like or was it X Men or was it was either X Men or it was Wolverine or it was both. I think it was both. I think there were two different shows, and they were not bad. Um, the Wolverine was okay. Um, they were, but you know, not bad. Um, you know, I don't, I don't mind the anime. Like as long as like the, as long as like the, the premise, like I, as long as I care about the premise, you know what I yeah, mean? Right, right, right. For sure. Yeah. And this, I didn't, I didn't really, um, I don't know if I knew the whole entire premise of the show when I got into it. Um, blue eyed samurai. Yeah. Blue eyed samurai. Uh, but you know, it was. By like the end of the first episode, I was like, oh, okay, all right, I like this, you know, um, like classic uh, Japanese revenge tale. Yeah, 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 set yeah. In, set in feudal Japan. Yeah, set during the Edo period, right, where they like absolutely hated white people. 
Yeah, um, but they were and very any isolationist. Point, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's funny because you know, a lot of people, you know, aren't aware of this, but a lot of that racism in, in Japan still goes o- over to this day, right? Like, yeah, I J- bet. J- Japan is very pro-Japanese, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was, it's a, it was very interesting. Um, you know, I mean, the, the overarching premise is that uh, we're following uh, Mizu, who is a um, half-white, half-Japanese... Um, uh, what they call it, Onamusha, which is basically like a female warrior. Um, right. You don't real, you don't see that until like the end of the first episode. It's kind of like this, this kind of fun spoiler that it's you know she's a, she's it's a girl. It's not a dude. It's a. Chick. It's not a dude. But it's like you can tell. You, I knew like as soon as she like talked, you can I knew see it, it immediately. Yeah, yeah. Like it's clearly like um, you know she's posing, which is totally fine. So she um, you know had to endure a lot of. Um, discrimination as a child um her you know yeah because like, because having like uh you know uh well you know first of all having foreigners aren't allowed in the country right and it it, it was actually illegal at this time to like right. have a child with a foreigner right and like yeah, yeah i think legally she could have been put to death Right. Because of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why she like went to such lengths to like cover it up, because if they you know, you could be absolutely killed for that. A hundred percent. Right. Right. Yeah. Which is yeah, which is crazy. So uh, so we go we we see some of her childhood and, you know, um, she's living with her mother, who is an opium addict. Right. And like she's basically getting chased by the the village uh, kids and they're bullying her and throwing rocks at her. And, you know, like, well, you know, at this time him. Right. Uh, Yeah. And they're like, you should just jump off the cliff and blah, 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 blah. Right. Um, She manages to escape and she hides uh, in basically the hut of this blind sword maker. Right. 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 And uh, so, like, he's blind, and um, he helps her with something, and then he's like, do you have a place to go? And she's like, yeah, I do. He's like, okay, well, then you need to go there. So she, like, pretends to leave, but is, like, hiding in the corner, like, so she could be warm and have some place to sleep, right? Because her, her, the hut that she was living in with her mother has been burnt down, right? And uh, this is one of the things that I like, right, is because, like, he's blind, but he's not stupid. He knows that the girl is still there, right? And he hears her in the morning, right? And he's like, it sure would be nice to have some tea, Right. And then she would like bring him tea. Like, so he's not acknowledging it or that he's there. He's like, it would be nice if someone handed me the, 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 the tongs. Right. And it, it, it's, I, I liked, really liked the relationship between Mizu and who she winds up calling Sword Father uh, yeah. throughout the series. Right. Like, I, yeah, I, I, I liked him as a character and I, I liked their relationship. Yeah. Um, so she's on, she is like, on this quest um to like get vengeance against these like four white men who are in um Japan who who I guess were in Japan at some point um one of whom is you know assumed to be her father she doesn't know who um so well, one of them has to be cuz she's half she's half yeah. white and she knows her mother so it has to be one of the four white dudes that are in Japan right illegally yeah, yeah. 
So this is just like this long-winded quest, and not long-winded. It's 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 actually a really fun and interesting quest. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, just uh, an absolutely stellar uh, cast of like voice actors. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I thought it was it was voice acted really well. Um, uh, phenomenal, so- like George Takai, Kenneth Branagh, yeah, uh, Randall Park. Um, Carrie, uh, Hiroki, uh, Tagawa, who is, he is, um, he's an Asian actor. He's, he was the sword, he's the sword father and he is in like, he's in a whole bunch of stuff. If you saw him, you would immediately recognize him. Um, Ming-Na Wen is in this. So there's just so much like great talented people, you know, in this. Um, so like one of my favorite parts is just like, they just got some like really talented people to voice this show. Yeah. Um Yeah, and it was it was drawn really well. Um the 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 animation style is is sort of like I would say somewhere in between, you know, like your traditional anime, right? And um uh it, it's not quite as good as like Disney animation. Um sure. but yeah, sure. but there there is some elements of there with like the deep color saturation and some of the depth of character. Because, uh, you know, sometimes anime can be very two-dimensional and flat, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but this this definitely, you know, had moments of, of you know, having that three-dimension. There were a couple of scenes where the animation uh, was really bothering me. Um, and... Please tell me it was some of the fight scenes. It was some of the fight scenes. So, yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah, so it was uh, specifically the most glaring problems were in the scenes with the four fangs. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Where she's fighting the four fangs and it's really after, uh, the, the four fangs and it's, um, so along her journey, right. So basically uh, we discover that, you know, she's living with sword father who is a blind sword maker and he's one of the best sword makers, uh, you know, in his area, if not in all of Japan, because everywhere she goes, they sort of recognize his mark as a sword maker. Right. Right. Um, so he's teaching her to be a sword maker. Uh, but she's also, you know, in, in the evening, you know, practicing with the sword. Right. Yeah. And, and he's not, he's not a sword master by any means right he's blind you know but he he can hear her and you know basically is like you know you can't half-ass this right like if you're going to learn how to use the sword you need to learn how to use the sword so as all these you know swordsmen are coming to him to get a sword made right and what he does is he watches or you know observes them you know, do their sword style and that helps him make the sword for them. Right. So he like sort of, yeah. Right. So he, she watches all of these great sword masters from all around Japan and then mimics their moves and basically becomes familiar with all of these styles. Right. So that's how she becomes such an excellent sword fighter. There's, they also uh, find, they they also find that dope meteorite that they make her sword out of, which is like super cool. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, a crazy metal meteorite thing, and that's that's what she uses to make the sword, right? Uh, and there, you know, there's there's a you know a great piece about you know the sword making, and you know the the hard and the soft steel that you have to mix, right? And and you know, uh, you know, at 
the end of the series, right? Like towards the end of the series, the sword breaks yeah. and she has to reforge it and she's trying to do it and it keeps breaking. And, you know, he, you know, sword father's like, it's, you have to have some impurity in your mix in order for it to, yeah, I mean, you know, basically yeah. meaning like, you know, it cannot be 100% pure, which she's not, right? Because she's half Japanese, half white, right? Yada, yada, right. there's a tie in there. Um, yeah, but I'm getting ahead of everything. <clears throat> um, so along her journey, she goes to the one dojo to find the brother of the head of the dojo because the brother of the head of the dojo is doing business with one of the whites in Japan, right? Selling weapons and opium, right? And she goes through and beats the shit out of everybody at this dojo, right? And then they're like, oh, we got to get our number one dude, right? And so they go get number one dude. Um, and the number one dude also happens to be, like, the lead kid that was bullying her back yeah. in her home village, right? Yeah. So they they duel. He's kind of, like, getting the better of her, right? And then... <clears throat> she's like, yeah, you're pretty good. And then takes off the weights from her yeah. arms and legs. Right. And uh, then just, just fucking fucks him up. Right. So wild. Yeah. And, uh, and he's going to marry this Lord's daughter and, and that fucks everything up for him because now he's dishonored because she's cut off his Magad, his top knot, you know what I mean? Uh, which is a you know, huge insult uh, to samurai yep. culture. Right. Um, so, he, you know, his his fiance who doesn't want to marry the the shogun's, you know, son or or whatever the hell the story is, right? She's like, you have to go, and, and you know, it wasn't a fair duel, you know, because you weren't, it, you know, wasn't legal and blah, you know, blah 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 blah. So she basically convinces him to go find this swordsman, the blue eyed samurai, right, and defeat him in a fair legal one on one combat, right? Right. Um. So you know, he does this, uh, and you know. She's making a huge scene trying to get to all the Westerners, right? So they've noticed her, and now they've hired assassins, basically, to go and and kill her, right? Uh, and those assassins are the Four Fangs. They're deadly sword people or whatever, right? Hell um, yeah. Yeah. Cool assassins. Cool, cool ass assassins. Fight ensues, right? Yeah, it, it's, it, you know, it, it's a cool fight scene, blah, 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 blah. Finally, getting to the part of the animation that really <laughs> bothered me. There's a scene where the the one dude, right, the guy from the dojo that she defeated, that's not following her to to challenge her, you know, outright, basically, right. Um, watch that scene again, and like the proportions of his arms as he's in the background, it's like. They're way too short for like the way the body's drawn. And it's just, it drives me absolutely crazy. Oh, okay. It's like his arms, it's like they they put his fist at the end of his elbow. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, there's times where the animation's a little wonky. But. Yeah, I saw that later on in some of the fight scenes later on. And I didn't think it was bad. I You know, like. I wasn't looking at like proportions of it. I was kind of more about it was just so it was very jumpy. Um, like it's almost it, it was it was it was happening so fast, you right. know. Like you know you you were you having a hard time seeing what was actually happening in these fights. And it's like I don't like 
you know, you don't need to do that. Just slow it down. It's totally fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot yeah. of uh, a lot of flaccid wings as well. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you know, that was a wild part of this like show that I was not prepared for was all of like the nudity and the simulated banging. Like yeah. there was a lot of that going on. And I was just like, can you do this? Like, is this okay? Yeah. I was yeah. Like we're not even done the first episode and you're like seeing, you know, Mizu's boobs and I'm like, um I like I this is that kind of show? I was gonna we're gonna get yeah, in trouble. There was, I, a, I, there was a lot of boobs and a lot of flaccid wangs. You know yeah, I mean? And a yeah. lot of sex and some pegging, right? Which is normally not, you know. Yeah. Um in a general Netflix series. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not like yeah. Yeah, especially um, for like an animated series. Right, right. But uh yeah, I mean I guess when it's a when it's a cartoon anything goes. I don't know. You know what I mean? I mean I was surprised at that. Um, but you know, like it's not a big deal. I like I I you know, obviously like the art was really was very like beautiful, it was really vivid, very like nice bright colors, cool darks where she's like hiding in shadow. Right, right, um, right. So like there was great contrast there and I really enjoyed a lot of that. Um I love the story. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a, um, it's a classic Japanese revenge story, right? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You like, can never you know, go wrong with that. Yeah. And like, you know, yeah, we, we won't go through every episode. And, you know, the, the, the basic of the story is, you know, she's lived a terrible life, right? Because of how she was born, right? You know, um, and um, because of, of that, right, she obviously blames... You know, not only her life, but the death of her mother, right, who later we found out isn't dead, right? She just sort of abandoned her and was like, "We, I figured this would be the best way for you to never be found, right? I was protecting you, so I right. went off and became a prostitute and continued smoking opium, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, then, and then basically her mother arranges— um, for her to marry a um basically a disgraced lord, right? Yeah. That's that's who that that guy is, right? Uh he was in service the shogun and then maybe lost a battle or something, but now he just like breeds horses for the shogun, right? <clears throat> and because he's disgraced his uh her mother who she winds up meeting again has like arranged this marriage, right? And after um uh, some time, and they wind up actually falling for each other, right, and having a decent relationship on the farm. They're like, we're not going to buy mom any more opium, right? You're going to have to not smoke opium anymore. You know, we're going to have sort of what seems to be a normal life, right? Right. Um, and she's being like, you know, like the perfect sort of Japanese wife. And, you know, this guy's like, I want to I want to know all of you, you know, even the parts that you're trying to hide from me. So then they're they're out um, one day riding horses, and then they have this sparring session, right? And you know, she's like basically like you know, don't hold back on me, ha 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 ha. And they're sparring, and it's kind of clear that like he's really good, right? But she's just a lot fucking better. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I like the use of. Um... The use of like flashbacks is really great throughout. 
you know, because they start in pre- they start in present day, you know, and you know she's already on this vengeful quest. Yeah, and then we're going back and forth to like her youth, and you start to see like her motivations, and then you see like you know, and and that was actually um, the tale of her and uh, Mikio, who was her first husband. Um, was in my favorite episode, um, episode five, uh, A Tale of the Ronin and the Bride, because there's yeah, that's just, my favorite episode too. Yeah, yeah, there was so much going on. Um, so, um, she's in one of the brothels, and I fr- she like, I think this is after. This is after she goes to um, she goes to like I forget she goes to one of these houses of one of these lords to kill like this um, deaf mute girl who was like in the brothel owners like care and then was taken away. Right. And right. she's like, you know, like she doesn't deserve this yet. So it happens. She gets caught all of these like assassins end up at the door of this brothel and she's fighting. And so she's in and out of like consciousness after she's like gotten like yes. stabbed or something. And, and that was also one of the other things I did like about this character. Like I know that we talked about um, rebel moon and how, like how off it was like the strength component of like the female lead and how like she was, you know, just beating up everybody. And there was, in this, you see, like, like, like Mizu is treated like she is a woman. There are obvious strength differences between her and men. She has to overcome that. There yes. are times where she is like, you know, she's easily overpowered by people. Um, and it's like, so there is like this realism, you know, and also another obstacle that she has to overcome. Um, and what allows her to win in those situations is her skill and her yeah. understanding of sword fighting, right? Not right. only the techniques that she uses, but the techniques that her opponents are using against her, right? Yeah. Yeah, at no at no point does she just overpower a giant with a club, right? You know and what I mean? sometimes her fierce demonic rage. Yes. Yes, sometimes her fierce demonic rage. And one of the things that, you know, even even the part about, you know, killing the, the, the mute uh, prostitute, right, is— you know, the, the the brothel owner asked her to do that, right, because it would free that girl, right? But actually, like, saving her, right, would only not doom her, but the rest of everybody at the, uh, the right. brothel, right? Because they would know that th- she was the one that saved her. So it, you, the only way to save her is to kill her and release her from this hellhole. Plot know? twist, they're all doomed anyway. Right, because they she winds up, up saving anyway. her, right? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like a plot twist, right? And um, she kills she gets her, caught. And she gets caught. She gets yeah. caught, and they go, they go back to the brothel, and they find her anyway, and they like, you know, just start killing everybody, and it's great. Um, but yeah, episode five was a really good, you know, it starts with that, um, like that puppetry tale yes. of like the Ronin, and you're just seeing it balanced against like, you know. Mizu's life and and her relationship and and like um how she like you know rises up again or whatever but ultimately is like a vengeful spirit and so everyone's calling her like oh you really are a demon because like her lust for vengeance just uh, you know overpowers her life and that is like right. a classic you know classic 
um, you know, tail, right? Like yes. your, you know, your, your your lust for vengeance just overrides, like, bless you, like overrides yeah. everything that you do. And it makes you less of a person and it makes you worse. It makes you just as bad as the people you're trying to kill. Well, and, and, and the thing is that what brings her to that is is the relationship, the marriage that she's in, right? So she defeats her husband, basically, in combat, and she's having fun, right? But he's just like, you really are a fucking monster. You know yeah. what I mean? And then— Yeah, like— Yeah. So she's, like, you know, again, trying to, like, be his wife, and, you know, but, like, now he's he's done, right? And I don't know if it's days or hours or whatever, but eventually— um, Uh, samurai from the Shogun show up at the farm that they're living at, and they're they're there for Misu, right? And, uh, you know, her husband sees this. He rides off on his horse, right? And, you know, they're coming, and she grabs, you know, like the sword or whatever, and she winds up basically fighting and killing these six or seven samurai that have come to kill her, right? Her husband rides back, and, he's, and she's like, you left me. And he's like, I, I was a coward. I came back to save you right and then her mom's there and she's smoking opium and she's like no he's not he left you you screwed this all up i spun gold for you and this is what you turned it into right Mm -hmm. so it basically comes down to the mother saying that the husband sold her out to these uh samurai right to be killed and him saying that it was her it was her mother right so she's forced with the option uh, uh the reality of either my mother or my husband who i loved just tried to have me killed. Right. Right? So he winds up killing the mother, I think, yep. right? And then yep. she winds up killing him. And then yep. and that's that's like that's in, in in the play story that's going on. That's like coincides with the 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 bride and the Ronin and the bride becoming the vengeful demon spirit, right? And that's her like she's given up all hope of a normal life. And revenge yeah. and killing is all she's in for. Yeah, I mean yeah, so so you know, and this puts her, you know, she comes back from her like dream, you know, this this whole and and gets out of the brothel. Um, she actually ends up like killing like all these samurai dudes. Yeah, which is just wild. She like she turn she takes her sword and has all this weird stuff on her and turns it into almost like a pike, like a pole arm. Yeah, I forget what like, that weapon's called. It's basically yeah, it's it's it's, but it's some it's sort the of same weapon that weapon. Yeah. it's the same weapon that her husband former husband used. Yeah. used. Yeah, and so she's like super proficient at that and kills all these people, and then she just like. You know, she gets after that, like the brothel woman, like tell they tell her how to get into the castle where this, you know, this episode's main, you know, white man. Yeah, the seasons, the seasons, the seasons. Yeah, this season's yeah. main, you know, evil white character, which is totally fine. Um, I'm trying to remember what his name was. Oh, uh, uh, Abijah, Abijah. I thought it was Elijah, but it's a, it's like A B. It's Abijah. This yeah. Irish, this Irish smuggler who um, is now like planning to kill the Shogun and replace the Shogun with someone more, um, you know, open to uh, allowing Westerners or foreigners into Japan. Right. Um, and he's played by he's voiced by Kenneth Branagh, which is awesome because I love Kenneth Branagh. Right. Um, right. For sure. So she goes to this castle and she's got to like go through all there's there's all these traps that she's got to get past. And, you know, 
some of it gets a little bit much but it works out like she gets like caught in one of the traps and gets like stabbed like through her foot and yeah, she just right. kind of goes on. She gets like the monkey with, like, one was kind of weird. The monkey one, the was, monkey yeah. one, where like is she like the monkey like doses her with opium or something, and right, she like, like how they just... train those monkeys. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like how they, you know I mean, like that was a bit much. But yeah, but still, much. whatever. You know, what I mean. And then there's zombies or vampires at one point, and I don't know if that's just because she's tripping or yeah, she's I mean, high, like, yeah. And so uh, what's she, his face? Yeah, she, o- old boy that was the samurai that's now her friend, but like he's her friend because he's the only one that gets to kill her, right? Yeah. He was he was a cap- captive yeah. there. He wouldn't give up any info about her, but they've been beating his ass for, you know, however many weeks, right? Uh, so she right. finds him and she's dragging him through the castle. And he's like, What are you doing? We're going up. Out is down. She's like, I'm I have someone to kill. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm going up. So she's carrying his limp ass up the yep. fucking tower. It's a little wild, but yeah. But nevertheless, yeah. So, you know, there's, I mean, you know, it takes liberties, but it is anime, right? And anime is all liberties, right? Basically, I mean, um, you know, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it is what it is. So, so she basically gets the top, right? And um, she's not beating this dude. She's not beating uh, Abisha. Abaja, yeah. So Abaja's got Abaja breaks out one of his yeah. guns. And he shoots at her. And this is probably this might be the first time she might have ever seen firearms. So it like he Well no, shoots. the one of the dudes she killed had a handgun, right? But okay. this was this was a full, you know, full born rifle. It's like a right? musket or a rifle. Yeah. And so like she sh- he shoots at her and it like shatters the blade. Yeah, of she her does sword. block the bullet, but it just right. blasts through the sword and hits her in the shoulder. Yeah. So, you know, she like she like recognizes her position gathers up her shit throws taijin over her shoulder and they yeah. just jump out the window and yeah. they're like they they go they land in the ocean or the water right. and they are rescued by um what's his name dude with um, stump for hands that's her her what, apprentice his name? that yeah ringo Ringo. Ringo. Yes. Ringo, of course. Um, it is. Yeah. Who's like he was he was a this handless, it was why he had stumps for hands, and he was a cook. He was like a noodle cook at like the first um place that she shows up in episode one and he follows. She's like, you know, I want to be a you know, I'm I wanna be a I wanna be a samurai too. I want you to train me. And she's like, No. Right. Um, and then finally he comes around and is like, No, you are really a terrible person. You're not a samurai. Right. Um, yeah, because she sells out what's her face, the princess, right, who's in hiding. She's like, yeah, and but she says it's to protect her, it's the best thing for it her. It really is, yeah. It really is, but it's also like it unburdens her from having to take care of her. Yeah, I mean, right. And, to, and so that she can focus on just killing this white dude. Yeah, I yeah. mean. Yeah, and then so like like Ringo had Ringo had gone from like he was always sneaking up on her everywhere, and so she finally like puts a she puts a little bell, yeah, on his she like ties a bell to him. He's like, all right, if you're gonna follow me, this you gotta have this bell. So like when he like finally realizes like you're an awful person, she like he like relinquishes the bell. He's like, I don't want to be your person anymore. The bell is what she uses to recraft the sword. Well, she That's uses the something from everybody, like all the, all of her friends. That she's kind of fucked over in her pursuit. Oh, did she, for what did she use from? What did she use from like Tajin? Uh, I can't remember. I don't think it was just the scarf. I think there was something else that she like, had from Tajin. The Tygen. bell was yeah. definitely in there too. The yeah. bell was in there, and then the thing from the hair from the princess girl. Oh, okay. 
And then there was something from Taijin as well. And then the tongs from Swordfather. Okay, cool. So, yeah. so there was there was an element of something from everybody that went into refixing the sword, and that's the impurities, right? To make you know, to make the sword whole, and that's also like you know, she needs to have actual friendships with people to make her whole, right? Right, right. Which she still is really is is shit at. She really is bad at this. No, no, no. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, so, um, Abijah. He basically smuggles in a shit ton of guns, you know, had hidden them uh, because even his partners were like, if this white dude gets fucking an army of people with these guns, like we're fucked. Yeah, I mean, like, I know we're his partner, but this is real now and it's going to be bad for the entire country. Like, it was cool when we were just making money, but this we're all fucked. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, at first, they didn't think he had his partners didn't think he had the guns. And then he like he's like, oh, yeah, like he breaks off like the leg of a piano. And that's the fucking the bear. That's like the the the, 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 uh, fucking that's like the butt butt of the gun. Right. Receiver of the rifle. Yeah. And then he's got like a chess piece. And that is the hammer. Yeah. Just wild, man. I'm just like, all right. And he tells this story about how he had to like, you know, grow up and, um, you know, and how what it was like growing up in uh, the UK where, you know, he had to go through his own um, issues, you know, with imperial like people like you know like imperialism from like the british right um and how he just became more resourceful and that you know made him rich and all this stuff and now he wants to like he has his big plan so you know they're gonna do they're gonna go and they're gonna he's gonna he's gonna assassinate the shogun and take over he's gonna install one of his guys so that he can then come in and like move freely because the whole time he's in japan he's like hidden in that castle right right you know or whatever we're calling it Whatever it is, Jojo, because white, white white people are not allowed, right? Right. So, Taijin, you know, Taijin, like, leaves to, you know, after Ringo warn saves the, them. Warn the Shogun, right? To warn the Shogun, and she's like, I don't even care about that. I just want to kill Fowler. Yeah. And she, he's like, you're terrible. Like, like, like tons of people are going to die, and you don't even care. He's like, you've known the whole time. So, it's like... There is like a human redemption arc for her. I don't think we're all the way there yet. I assume we're going to get there. Yeah, you know, like right, I, right, I really because... don't even feel like this season does it. No, no, because she was like on that path, right? She's on yeah. the path to redemption. She's, you know, she's, uh, you know, planning on uh, using Ringo to save the princess, and 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 you know, let Taijin know that the princess is safe, and she's going to kill Fowler. That's her main job, right? But the second she's not using Ringo, Taijin, and the other others as fodder, or not caring about them, you know, she has a plan that everybody's going to get what they want, basically. Right, right. So, um, you know, a lot of this plan comes off. He assassinates the Shogun. Um, he's about to like shoot. Who is he? Who is he about to shoot? Was it Taijin or somebody else? He was about to shoot like one of the brothers, maybe. And yeah. then finally, Mizu like you know jumps through the wall and like saves him. And then she's about to get shot. And then Ringo shows up and saves her. Right. Um, you know. And she's like, but if you're here, you can't be where I told you to be to get the princess right. and Taijin. So she sends them right to basically 
you know, get to the princess, get out of the 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 capital, which get is out of the burning. city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and um, well, she goes after Fowler, right? Yep, yep. So, so her she... crew should be good, right? <clears throat> and she's gonna go after Fowler. Um, uh, George Takai uh, shows up. He saves the princess too. They wind up getting out of the city. George Takai takes a bullet. Then Taijin comes up and he's like, "Oh no, George Takai!" And George Takai had a bunch of money for her. He's like, "You can go anywhere, be anything. You don't. Yep. I raised you. You know, I'm not your dad, but I, I'm the one that was you know protecting you because her dad winds up being a piece of shit. He was in on the uh, the overthrowing of the Shogun, and he right. was basically going to be the puppet Shogun in place, right? Um, and so, um, so George Takai gets shot. He's dead. Uh, Taijin finds her, and you know, outside of Edo, and Edo's burning, right? And um, you know, he's like, "We have money. We could just go anywhere. We could be happy. We don't have to have power or wealth or any of this yeah, stuff, right? We don't we have to be have, great. Yeah, we don't have to be great. We could just be us and be together." And she's like, "But I want to be great. Yeah. I, w- I want." to be to rule right so like yeah. yeah so like you know kind of the the reversal of roles happens where taijan wanted taijan wanted to be like the best samurai the greatest samurai and a lord and all this but he realized he just loves her and just wants to be with her and after you know being you know married briefly to the shogun's son she realizes that having power is awesome she was able to free the people right. from the brothel, have them yep. work for her. You know what I mean? Like, she wants—that's what she wants. She wants yeah. to be great, and she wants to be powerful. Yeah. So that's where that that thing ends, right? Um, I don't know if we see what happens to Ringo. Does he go back to Swordfather? We don't. Uh, we don't. Um, I mean, he does. Go, he does. He does go pa- come back. He, he actually does go back to Swordfather. He was like, I waited, and then she never came. And she never came. Um, right, right. Like, he thinks that she's dead, um, but she, like, fights Fowler, and— And she she it, wins. She gets to the point where she wins, right? Yeah, she, like, gets the—she gets the—she, like, he triggers, like, the rage, this, like, vengeful rage in her, and she, like, knees him in the nuts— Knees him in, you know, a bunch of yeah, knees, yeah. you know, just straight up Muay Thai, bunch of knee strikes yeah, to mean, the face. Yeah. 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 And then she's a, she's got him and she's going to like stab him. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. You'll never find these other guys. Yeah. And you I don't even think I'm me. your dad. He's like, you need me. He's like, yeah. Plus, and he's like, need, I don't think I'm go- your father. You have so-and-so's eyes. Right. Yeah. And he's like, you know, you could ask your mother. And she's like, my mother's dead. He's like, no, she's not. That was the yeah. maid. That wasn't your mother. We got rid of your mother a long time ago. That was the maid. We thought that would yeah. be easier, right? We paid her to watch you, right? And so it's just so wild. Yeah. Like, I the story itself is fantastic. It's a classic tale. I love it. But like this part, I'm like, I'm like, this sounds dumb. Like, yeah. if you had a bastard kid and you didn't like, why wouldn't you just like? I, I hate to say, I hate to sound like kind of sick about it, but just get rid of, kill the baby or whatever. Right. Like. You know what I mean? Like, why would you pay? Why would you hide the mother, pay a maid to like be her, like pretend to be your mother? It doesn't make any sense. That part was weird. He's like, yeah, but you're never going to find them because they're in a word that you've never even heard of before. London. London. Yeah. And then she's like, "Ah." so it ends with instead of her finally getting to the point where she can have her revenge. Right. 
uh, and go back and and be with Swordfather and Ringo and have sort of again this normal life, right? That maybe she's always wanted. The 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 season one ends with her and Fowler on a boat, right? So they're headed to the UK. Yeah, to get so, them other three whiteies. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and that's gonna be so even harder, is, right? <laughs> so it got. Um, I mean, this came out back in November, and it was um, it was really uh, it was really well received. Like, I mean, I I've seen it's won a bunch of it's won a bunch of uh, awards, right? Um, for like for all kinds of stuff, you know, editing, animation, writing, um. Just all this stuff, and which is great. Uh, at, at whatever the Annie Awards are, I don't know what the Annie Awards are. I, you know, I have, yeah, I have no idea what that is. Yeah, you know, it's probably like I think it's animation. The Annies, it's for sure. animation. So, uh, like two, like a month after it came out, I think, like a like literally like a month after it came out, they're like, you get a second season, which is great. So this was like headed up by the husband and wife duo michael green and amber uh noizumi um so kudos to them uh the animations the animation was done in it was by a french studio called blue spirit um really great stuff yeah Um, story was good animation was good yeah i mean obviously there's things that you could always clean up but you know you know it's uh it's artistic choices and i think they were all done well um it's beautiful to, uh, to look at. The story's engaging and entertaining. Uh, the characters are really good. Um, even like yeah, you know, I mean, R- Ringo, who's sort of annoying, right, was yeah. still a really good character. You know what I mean? Yeah, there was a lot of like really good like character building in this, which was really cool. Like they had a lot of different characters, which was which was nice. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously, like there are small there are small things you can kind of like nitpick about. Um, but like all in all, you know, I think it was meant to be that way, like where where like, you know, the viewer, if you're watching the first episode, you recognize that Mizu is probably a girl. Right. Right. But like everyone else, like almost everyone else doesn't see it. And almost everyone other than like Ringo, who re- who realizes this, who like stumbles across her like naked. Yes. Um. Everybody else thinks she's a, 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 a man. man. Yeah. So. But once again, you know, also classic gimmick, you know, woman dresses up as a man to do some, uh, you know, fighting or war or whatever. Yeah, um, it's a it's a tale as old as, as time uh, yeah. going all the way back to uh, Dustin Hoffman and Tootsie. Yep. Old as time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, like for me, like, I don't know, man, I really I'm like, I feel like this is like like a nine for me man i'm really like I oh was, yeah i really enjoyed this and then also I like in a, I, like as much as i liked episode five the beginning of episode six where they have like japanese for whom the bell tolls yeah that was pretty sick it was pretty sick pretty was, freaking sick so yeah, yeah. um yeah super cool man I, I i really enjoyed this i'm looking forward to the second season and and where this goes and and how the tale ends and yeah, I don't. I don't think I was at a nine. This is like an eight one for me. Like yeah, really, sure. really good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely worth watching. Do recommend for sure. Um, but oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, there, there's a lot of flaccid wang. Um, you know what I mean? But like no more so than like say uh, Game of Thrones. 
Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. There's a, yeah, so something about animated nudity, though, just doesn't sit well with me. Yeah, I mean, no. <laughs> like, yeah, there was like, a lot oh, of like, this is weird. This is fucking like, weird. A, not, not as never animated nudity and animated sex has never like, it's never hit for me. I'm like, I'm, you know, I won't pass on all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know that you know it's, it's a huge industry. People, some people really love it. Yeah, you know I mean, um, those people I'm are weird. Not, I'm just not one of those people. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> so yeah, in the nines for Pat, in the eights for me, uh, it's definitely worth uh, checking out. Uh, but that is all the time. Oh, uh, Super Bowl Sunday, who do you got? Oh man, I I don't I. <laughs> I want to say the Niners, but like I, I, I just don't think you can. Root. I can't bet against the Chiefs, man. Every time I do, I lose. Power of Taylor Swift, bud. Yep. Yeah. Psyop, yeah. man. I can't wait. It is a psyop, right? Like, yeah, you know, it's it's on uh, it's on two eleven. Two plus eleven equals thirteen, which is that Taylor Swift album, right? Forty nine ers Four plus nine. 13 the taylor swift album it's too kansas, much man i can't take it. my brain kansas broken. city chiefs ranked number one san francisco 49ers ranked number three one three 13 taylor swift album taylor swift has made it to 12 nfl games so far this year the super bowl will be number 13 how much of this stuff are you just making up right now? I'm not making up any of it so far. <laughs> She's coming from Tokyo, Japan to Las Vegas, which happens to be a 13 hour flight. Oh my God. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. This is, we got it. We got to go. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for hanging out. Fucking. I, I'm just, it's just fucking go bears. Bears. Bears.